Do you know how to pronounce my name? Shahak. Shahir. Not bad. What way? What, what was the last word? Sahar. Shahar. Shapira. Shapira? Like Shapiro, but with an A. Like Shakira, but with a P. Shapira. Yeah. I like how you have to change Shakira or Shapiro depending on who you're talking to. More Republican. <laughs> you like Shapiro, but with an A. Uh, welcome to. Did you already break it? Oh, no. Did you already break it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Would you go to therapy already and stop Let's taking it out on my <laughs> mic holder? I barely touched it. It just came right off. Okay. Oh, I am so mad about that thing you told me right before we started recording that we can't talk about. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Which you uh, told me uh, after we recorded. <laughs> I couldn't hold like, it any longer. I'm just stewing over here about it. Um, but we can't. Are you, you're pissed. I, I am annoyed. Not pissed even mostly uh, just, for yourself. No, not. No, I'm mad that no one. Uh, you know, like yeah. You know, I've, yeah. I, it, that is, it seems like a an injustice. Should have been me. Now I want you. Uh, is your is your camera on? Uh, Are you framed okay? Your hair's yeah. not cut off. No. I'm okay. Good. I'm so paranoid about these. Welcome to The Downside with Jamarcus Arezzi and Douglas Goodhart. I'm here with my guest co-host, okay, Russell Daniels. Uh, this is this is airing uh, after our 100th episode was last week. It was our live episode with Lucas Connolly. Great. Uh, we, we knew it was 100th retroactively, but yes. it was very exciting. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, we, are, we are here with a guest. Flew all the way from Germany just for this. Just for Woo! this, yeah. Uh, Shahak Shapira. Yeah. Say it but slower. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, and it's, it's, I appreciate the effort. I know yeah. Americans, I, I don't know why it's so tough on you guys, but like, not why? For me. You do Shahak know your Shapira. language. Your language is, uh, it's a mouthful. Shahak Shapira. First I just of said all, it so this fast. is also your language. This is the language of our people. Which one, the German or the Jewish? <laughs> no, the Jewish. Oh, that's right. Well, you, think you, you got both of the most difficult you languages You thought it in the was a German name? No, I know. You just came from German. No, I, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's Israeli German. It's all. Say something uh, negative about Israel or about Germany. Something to kick us off this music. Oh, I hate all of, like, both of them. Great. This is the downside. <laughs> they don't like me either. Oh. Good one. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Okay, play. Oh God, did you change that? That's. <laughs> I knew you. That were was do Russell's it. favorite band. This oh. is the downside. Oh. What's happening? Downside. We'll tell you later. Downside. You're listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi. There's no shame in saying you were a fan. I am a fan. You are a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Arcade Fire. Do you know the band Arcade Fire? I, I do. So Russell became a fan like two days ago out of Fuck the blue. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's a band and a very nice good band. Nice music videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, it just something happened with the lead singer recently. He's misconduct. Some, misconduct allegations. Sexual misconduct allegations. Yeah. Oh, it happens to the best. <laughs> I specifically said... Poor Russell Richa, he said, he said, all my favorite artists... Oh, like, everything gets taken from from <laughs> everything. And I, I I just am having a hard time in figuring out how to, like, deal with that. Because I feel, I feel, uh, honestly, I feel disingenuous pretending anymore that I'm, I'm going to go through the whole rigmarole of, no, I'm not listening. I am listening. I'm, <laughs> like, I, like, I just feel like it's one of those things where I just, it's exhausting to have to, like... Pretend that we're gonna do that, and you can still be legitimately upset and be like, "That's wrong," blah blah blah, like not blah blah, but like yeah, it yeah. is wrong. Uh, but also be like, I, "It doesn't." Re- there's so things that bring you joy in life. It's so rare. 
So to take any of those small things from you is seems crazy to me. So I think it's a it. great justification to yeah. stealing their music. Oh. <laughs> I agree. You're yeah, fighting. But then there's like things like you're like, well, you know, uh, there's concerts, there's things, you know, like, am I going to be like, no, I'm not going. No, you know, like, so... Uh, so Russell came in today and, and he also, said like, it could get worse. Like we could record this and then there could be way more sure. stuff. So then I'm going to, then you're really and that's why I'm not going to say when we're recording this, you're going to have to go to I'm the editing board on that one. <laughs> it gets worse. I love that I, the guy, what happened? What was he accused of? Uh, I really don't even want to like, it's like, it was basic, you know, like, like I love that you're the was, victim of this story. It was, yeah. <laughs> Russell's the true victim of Arcade Fire. I love you. Like, it's been taken from me. It has been taken from um, <laughs> No, I've been a fan for 20 years. The, the thing 20 is, years, really? Since, like, they were, like, the first thing that I was, like, you know, you know when you're, like, figuring out in, like, later high school, you're like, what am I? And sure. then so few of those things stay. Yeah. You know, like, some of the music you listen to then doesn't stay. So they're the one thing that traveled with me from then to, to now. So I feel like, anyways, to answer your question, uh, it sounds like three allegations of, like, of, like, hooking up with groupies um but there was a, a dim- dynamic between ages that's not, oh you know. yeah and, and well, there's no, a little they're like, all of age there's they're a little age, there's a little like there was some pushy they, it was pushy, being overly pushy aggressive. and then aggressive and then full on accusations i mean you got to read the article ultimately yes it's a it's, long it's, long article it would be it would be a a, a a poor choice of us to to, to recount is it, the is exact it more yes. Chris read the pitchfork thing article or more an Aziz Ansari thing well it's somewhere <laughs> in between it, it, it's one of those things where it's there's everyone is of age uh but there's there's you know it's like you got to read the whole oh, thing so it's like it's legal but it's legal but he's still a dick yes mm, yeah but, no, no no but there was some stuff that was cat- categorically assault by by their account oh that's not good and yeah. uh and uh uh, there's there's one defense that he said that is a very poor defense where he's sending like it sounded like allegedly allegedly multiple dick pics uh, it, without any response so the the person was saying I did not want these and he claimed in his apology uh, based on them not responding I thought maybe it didn't go through so he just kept sending. <laughs> You know, Different 20, 20 dick pics in a row. Just like, yeah. why won't it go right. through? Yeah. But he didn't send the same one 20 times. It doesn't say. Different. It doesn't say. All right. I don't think it was like, I'm sure it was the same. I mean, that's, I. it's important. Yeah, listen, I don't think people want uh, three straight men to uh, figure this one out. Yeah, that's why I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, Russell came and he said, I don't want to talk about it. I'm Arcade so Fire. sad about it. It's and very sad. I said I didn't want to talk about it, and now you did this, didn't well, you? Well, I had already changed and the I button. Already... I didn't change it after you came in to say we're I'm not going to talk saying, about it. I'm just saying, like, you know, you came in, you had horrible information to share with me. You shared that. <laughs> I didn't want to know that. And then I told you I don't want to talk about that one thing because I just don't. And and now, now what are we going to do? We're seven minutes in. I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, we're very uh, listen. What are we? We're very what? This this is a good this is a good day. The podcast okay. is going great. Uh, producer, our producer Paige Asachika, uh reached out, wrote a very sweet email to me and Russell, uh, saying that you know we uh, we this big kind of exciting news. We have a listener. Yeah, we have a listener, <laughs> yeah, have and a so listeners. for you listening there, thank you. Uh, we have listeners. Things are going well. Uh, uh, Big uh, we, I haven't said enough, but we 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 have this new show on Amp, um, uh, Amazon's Amp. 
uh, uh, it's a new app you can download. You can listen to Russell and me live with guests, 4 to 5 p.m. EST, every Tuesday. Tuesday. And if you can't listen to it, you can then join the Patreon, which we've reactivated. And if for $5 a month, you get all our old episodes, uh, all our bonus episodes, some of which are really great. We really do some some mad shit talking on those things. Yeah, we didn't think it was. Well, no one was listening. No one was time. listening. Uh, and and you will then also be able to get these episodes ad-free and the AMP episodes. You can listen to them only on the Patreon, the AMP episodes. We're, we're uh, interviewing Dan Savage technically yes. last week when you hear this. Yes. But it's very cool. Russell, you did have something that you that you wanted to share. Oh, yeah. So I um, I officiated my cousin's wedding in upstate New York. And um, so it was a smaller wedding. It was at a, at a golf course. And um, they basically, at one point, they were, doing, they were doing the wedding photos. And it was kind of like the, the person in the charge of the wedding photos wasn't, like, great at communicating, like, how long this was going to take. And so it was taking them, like, a really long time to do wedding photos. And it was kind of like the reception was happening and none of the wedding party was there for a long period of time because they were taking photos still. So I... Uh, Nicole and I went over to kind of like look from the reception to like see like what is going on where is this wedding party and they were out on the golf course taking these photos and you know they're they're in their positions they're all it's the all the bridegroom bridegroom and then their people you know the the what are they called bridesmaids Bridesmaids. you know (laughs) groomsmen Uh, anyways so they're they're taking the photos you didn't have to learn these to get your priest (laughs) test no you don't say bridesmaids anyways so um wait are you a priest no god no 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 No, you you can just in america you can just you can go online and you can sign up uh in like 10 minutes to be to officiate people was there any any information other than name address like no 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 no. it's called the universal life church online uh but legally you have to pay some money how much money i think i think 75 dollars. not much but you then officiating it makes it a legal Legally yes, binding, except in New York City, you have to New York City, and I think La, Las Vegas. You have to do two. You have to get more paperwork in, like at the city. Like, do they do level. paperwork at the wedding? Like, do they sign a? Yeah, contract? you have to sign a thing and send really? it. and you have to sign it. Send it into the to the courthouse or the thing. You know, interesting. So, anyways, uh, so I'm watching because I'm like, where are they? So I go and I'm watching, and, and we're watching them. They're all in their position, getting photos, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> there's like an explosion within the group. Like all of a sudden they're, they're running everywhere and in all different directions. And what had happened was the bride stepped on a beehive and there were bees everywhere. (laughs) There were like, there were like bridesmaids, like legs up in the air, shaking their dresses because there were bees up their dresses. They got it. Yeah. There were bees. There were people running for golf carts, like trying like little kids screaming and running everywhere. My cousin, the bride got stung 17 times on her legs for, during these photos. Um, anyways, it was an insane I mean, thing. That's it a, was an insane thing to that's witness. That's a go to the hospital. I mean, I don't know. with unless uh, She's not allergic, but like yeah. that's a lot of stings. Yeah, it was. You're not enjoying the rest of your day. Well, they were nervous that the, the like wedding coordinator person that it was allergic and she got stung once. But she was ended up being fine. She took Benadryl and was fine. So... But- People are, are screaming, and you're, you're off. You're just eating I'm a little, safe like... from very far away. Weenie, just, like, yeah, seeing yeah, yeah, this yeah. chaos. Yeah, and so, uh, I mean, I watched my nephew was, a, well, like, he carried the rings down, the ring bear, and I watched him run all the way from the thing, not looking back. Like, his, his he, he was just sprinting, screaming, crying. There were people picking up little kids on golf carts, like, trying to get away from it. I mean, it was... 
it was, re- it, and I was, I felt I was laughing so hard because it w- looked insane. Like it looked c- people rolling on the golf course, like yeah. trying to get away from bees. Um, but anyways, uh, it was a, it was a nice beautiful. wedding. Beautiful, beautiful. I missed that. I missed that, you know, thankful that I wasn't there for that. Do you feel proud of, uh, how you did as, as the, like, do you feel you brought gravitas to it? Uh, I think I did well. Cause you're the, you're the performer, you know? Yeah, I think I did well. I think I did well. Um, Wait, did they did they still marry? Oh, it was after they they got oh, married and then it was at, that ah, happened afterwards. So uh, everyone was fine. Ultimately, a very nice affair. I think I did well. I got some good remarks on it. You know, went smoothly and it poured, so we had to move locations last minute and uh, everything everything went well. Um, and the couple was uh, probably I've done like seven or eight weddings now. I would say they were the most like emotional, like like in terms of. I was like, oh, this is very intimate. Really, like in them. the vows or just like the moment you no, just No, the saw whole it. like the whole like wedding. They were really like, you know, like he he did the classic like, you know, when you turn around and you're like, turn around, and look at your bride. And he did that thing and where he, the- he like started crying <gasps> like loudly, you know. That's a lot of pressure. I know. Because for that moment, like all I'd be in my head the whole time. I know, you know. Not to not to float this out there, but if to, especially if Tova and I were getting married and Tova like had a dress on and it was going to be I have to react to this moment. Yeah. She'd be looking like a hawk. Yeah. For exactly how I'm reacting. Well, especially if they set it up where they want to like do the turn like thing, you know? Because if you're just like yeah. looking and you're like it's not we there's weddings where you go and they don't build it in like it's going to be a big moment, but this was built in. <laughs> And he's not an actor, let me tell you. This man, uh-huh, he, uh-huh. he he genuinely felt that, and he he like loudly gasped. It's so I don't know who would have a worse reaction, me or Tova's dad. Like Tova's dad would be, I just think would be kind of blank. Uh-huh. And I would try to make it funny. I'd be like, Aruga! and everyone would be like, not <laughs> yeah. funny, Jamarco, not the time yeah. for yeah. the jokes. That's yeah. exactly. It would derail I, I would, the wedding. Every time I get emotional like that, I have to get away. I have to like ironically break it yeah. off you know yeah well so you thank you for for sitting through all that sorry sure how are you by the way speaking of your girlfriend i think that was the tightest five minutes i've right? ever seen uh, someone do for his first her first set very, yeah she, she very had like dabbled impressive. like she had dabbled way way back but like wait no, did she write it herself she she worked with a friend of mine named ariel elias but but tov also wrote a great deal and that like was great and like did like a very she helped me when I did for my friend's wedding, Kevin's wedding in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I did like a set and Tova's been really witness to like how I build, especially a unique kind of set. It's like I figure out all the different jokes, reorder, reorder, test with friends. And she like did the whole thing. And yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Good. I love the, the rabbi. Menachem. Oh, yeah. Do you know that rabbi? It's the real the rabbi. the guy on the tanks? On the tanks? The mitzvah t- Have you seen those? Oh, the mitzvah tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh the God. least threatening tank there is out there. I, I I saw it. I went insane. I was like, because I was like, yo, you could never, you could never put that thing in Germany. So That's- I do want to, yes, I, I'm very curious about being Jewish. In So, okay, you were born in Israel. Yes. When did you move to Germany? When I was 14. When you were 14. Mm. And why? My mom's boyfriend is German. So and she met him in Israel. Yeah, it's kind of like the wrong way to go from Israel to Germany. It's kind of like the reverse. I I mean I guess yeah we didn't look at it like that. But sure now in retrospective, of course. Yeah. I I mean the place we went to was the the most wrong place. Like like you can go to sure. I we went to this like uh, so. 
Um, my mom's boyfriend, he's German, right? And and she's Israeli, and they met. Uh, they were both into uh, I don't know youth exchange programs. They were working in that area, like okay. sports, because my mom used to be a choreographer. She did what kind um, of choreographer? She did. Uh, oh, she did all kinds of choreography. I think she uh, she even studied in Dallas. She did a bunch of uh, cheerleading stuff, and then she went into mass choreography. So she did like the Jewish Olympic Games, which is a thing. The uh, Jewish Olympic Games. We got the Olympic Games. Yeah, it's called Maccabiah. It's big. Bunch of Jews come from all over the world. I feel like I could compete in that one. Yeah, yeah, everyone could. It's like, yeah, you're like how the, you're you're over six feet. Yeah, you can. Wouldn't compete. it be amazing if I could just be in the Jewish Olympics for basketball? Yeah, yeah, not having done it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> okay. Well, I forgot to say you you are a comedian. We've worked together. Yeah. Uh, just so people have context of this, but so your your family is it European so, originally? Where, where's your family like? How do they get to Israel? I'm half Arab. You're half Arab? I have a weird family story. So my grandma's from Iraq, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, My grandfather, technically Palestinian, he grew up, he was born in Tel Aviv before it was Israel. Um, Okay. And he he died in the Olympic Games in Germany in 72. In the Olympic Games? Yeah. Have you guys heard of this? No. No. Oh, so but the, maybe if you talk a little more. The Munich uh, Olympic oh, Games. Oh, yeah, Munich. Oh, the movie. Yes. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. The real Based life. on a real, yes. <laughs> did you know? Oh, the movie. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. It wasn't the other way around. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. they did a movie and then That's terrorists so were like, true. we That's should so do true. that in real yeah. life. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> well, how about you, Kimmy? Because I don't know much about it. What year was this? This was 72. How many people died? 11. And your grandfather was one of them? Yes, he was a track and field uh, uh, athlete, coach, head coach. Um, he used to be uh, an athlete, and then he became coach. And uh, What country was, was he representing? Israel. Israel, okay. He was one of 11 Israelis that got um, taken hostage and then murdered by uh, Arabic terrorists in the okay. Olympic Games. Yes. I, people don't know about this in America, right? Not a lot I mean, it was it was just before I was born. My mom, I know my mom had mentioned it once when I was a kid. It but was big, like it was. Other big. than the movie, no. I mean, when did that movie come out? A lot. Early two thousands, I think. Who directed? Was this a Clint Steven Spielberg? Spielberg. Oh, Steven Spielberg. But this yeah. was more about like how the Mossad dealt with the terrorists afterwards. Yes. So, so sorry. What year you said? Seventy. 70- Seventy two. And it's a big right now it's a big thing because in Germany it's like it's been it's fifty years now, right? Mm. And uh right now, uh to give it a current spin, um the fam they're doing a big ceremony in Germany of remembrance. And all the families are uh saying we're not gonna come to the ceremony because um first of all they don't get they want money from Germany, uh, which they deserve. Why forgive me, what Okay, Munich. So it was in Germany. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Germany. Did they not provide yeah, yeah. adequate security? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not telling you the whole thing. So you got to realize, like, this was the first Olympic Games in in Germany since '36, where they were a whole different country. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, really? So- wait that that was the one where who was who was the guy who won? Uh, who did the Black Power Fist? Like he won and Hitler was really mad. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Oh, what was his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. I remember that part. Of it, where like th- yeah. that was Hitler being like, "Oh fuck, we're, we're not, not the master yeah. race at all." In his face, yeah. yeah, that was great. But then you know, not great for us. Um, <laughs> yeah, you could have played basketball there; that would have helped. Sure, that's yeah. back. That's back when they were wearing. Uh, what are those shoes uh, that everyone wears? It's like no padding. 
Oh fuck! You know the shoes the the like punk kids wear them now. Fuck Russell! Come on! Why am I in charge? Crocs? Of- no, no the Keds? the shoes. Uh, 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 oh, Converse. 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 Okay. That's where like the basketball players are wearing Converse, Chucks. just like. Yeah, Chucks, and they just like it looked like no athleticism was going yeah, into it. That's yeah, that's right, letters, Chucks. So yeah. okay, so it hadn't been in Germany since then, and after, and they were like, "We're gonna present ourselves as a new country to the world," you know. And then, sure, yeah, the motto of the games were the happy, the 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 joyful games. <laughs> uh, it's it sounds better in German. No, it doesn't. But it's that was the motto basically, and uh, and then. Um, those terrorists, right? They got into Munich. Uh, they got some help from uh, German neo Nazis, and um, and the German government. They have no fucking clue how to deal with this, right? Because they they don't know how to deal with terrorism. Mm. So it, they're clueless, and they reject any help from Israel, and uh, they mess it up completely. So what happened exactly? It was during during the games. Doing the games, the terrorists—they just went into the Olympic Village because there was no security. Was sure. happy game. Germany didn't want to have too much security in there, because you know they wanted to make a good impression on the world, right? And um, they just go in there, and uh, some—it was a very unique situation because they were trying to to kidnap athletes, so uh-huh. they got pushback from the. Some of them managed to free themselves. Um, some of them managed, some of them even had to sacrifice themselves so others could flee. How long Which were they hold? How long were they in holding? It was like, so it, was it breaking news? Like someone's being held? Not only was it breaking news, the press also shares the guilt uh, because uh, one of the most uh, insane things that happened that shows that they don't know how to deal with terrorism is um, the police, the German police was trying to get into the building where the terrorists were held up with the hostages, right? And you see the police officers on the roof and the German press, they're standing outside the building and they're holding the camera and they're streaming it live on TV. So the terrorists, they just opened the TV and they're like, uh, ah, Mohammed, <laughs> close the window and that's it. Uh-huh. And that's and close the window. Just close the window, and the German Germany was neutralized. Jesus. So it, there were so many mistakes made. Um, it, it, the people that they sent, the snipers, all of their experience was that they went to uh, Schutzenverein. It's called. Um, I don't know how to translate that. So there's no like we have, uh, like they were they went shooting on the weekend. They went hunting on the weekend. That was their qualification. I see. Those were the people sent, the police officers sent to free the hostages. So it was uh, like so much incompetence. How long did this whole thing last? I guess, so they took them hostage. And uh, I think they were held up a couple of hours in the Olympic quarters. Uh, maybe give it half a day, maybe a day almost. And then they went, they took the hostages and the terrorists. They went to an airport at a place called Fürstenfeldbrück. It's like... Uh, a village close to Munich. And there, um, the police tried to get the hostages, and uh, all of them died there. The um, terrorists, they uh, they wanted to fly away, but they saw it wasn't happening, so they threw grenades into the, um, into the helicopters that they were given, and uh, all the hostages died. Uh, some of them by the bullets of the German police. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um... Well, here's my funny take on this. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> so, There's a no, lot. No, so, okay, so this was your mom's dad. Uh, this was my dad's dad. Your dad's dad. Yeah. So your dad is how old at this point? 
He's uh, 12. Wow. And he's just home just like... He's... So the fucked up thing was... The German police, they went to the... They did a press conference and they said all the hostages are alive and well. After they died? Yes. And the world thought that for a whole night because there was no internet. There wasn't Twitter. Oh, my God. You know? So everyone thought, oh, the hostages are saved. And then in the morning, they were like, nope. What was the thinking there? Okay. Now, that's a little bit funny. To go out there and like someone's really pressured, like, how do I say this? How do I say this? Well, it's like a Michael okay, Scott saying, I'm going to pay for okay, everyone's college. The thing about it, the whole thing is that it's something really sad, but also funny about the Germany's thing was like, like we won't have that many guards. Look at us. We're chill now. We're not going to have too many guards. We're like, we don't have a big presence of, of people with guns, uh-huh. like, you know, and then, then just spiraling and being like, like making up li- that, making up that lie is crazy. Cause there's what, what happens what do you say that? No, we actually saved them, and then what? Like Maybe, a boulder may- fell on them, like the all, like like what? what would to, be, I mean, to be fair, dead Jews are also Germany's thing. Oh. So, yeah, nah. It's <laughs> well for Germany. This must have been quite the nightmare. I mean, this could not I have been. This could not have gone. Things have happened or, there, but so. But no, I mean, like this is this no, is no. Their, it was. You're not wrong. With the Olympic Committee, yeah. like. Two strikes, big, you're out! They're big, big comeback. It's ba- Russell, it's basically what happened to you with Arcade Fire. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. <laughs> basically the same level of, of... No, but you know what's even more fucked up? Listen, so why are the... F- I, I mentioned the families don't want to come to the ceremony, right? Yeah. First of all, they want damages, right? They want reparations What kind of Germany. reparations are we talking about here? Like millions. Like mm-hmm. they want to be paid by international standards, and they deserve it. They fucking. Des- I'm not getting any of it because my dad is. He didn't even pay like child support, so I'm not getting shit. I don't have a horse in the race. Your dad's still alive, though. Yeah, he wouldn't give you a, a little bit. I haven't talked to the guy in 20 years. Wow. Sure. He wouldn't give me shit because you didn't know this money was coming. Nah. God Fuck. damn it. God damn it. Could have called a little more. Yeah. Um. But um. But so the fucked up thing is uh, two months after the whole incident, right? So three, ho- three terrorists survived and they were in German prison. And the Germans hated that. They, they were, they, yeah, they were, um, just like you said, they, they were like, we want to get rid of those guys. They um, wanted to have yeah. them killed? No, or not have them killed, just fucking send them back to <laughs> Lebanon or whatever. This is how German. They don't. Yeah. They, they didn't want it any. They wanted to like pretend like it never happened, which they do a lot. Sure. So, no. Wait. Uh, let me just say as a side note. The the one thing that at least from an American point of view of seeing Germany, like compared to America, the way that we kind of oh, yeah. have hid crimes historically. Yeah. It feels like Germany does a little bit more owning up to it. We can. You, I mean, you have a different perspective. Not in but that compared case, to America, yes. it's like it's it's shocking. Yeah. The, the way Holocaust? that we've. The, 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 the fact that we have more Holocaust museums than, than uh, slavery, like things that talk about the ways slaves were treated, comparatively, yeah. it's insane. Absolutely. So, so, yeah. Absolutely. America and Germany are similar on this front. I mean, Germans bitch about it a lot, too. But they, no, they have a remembrance culture. I'm, I'm, I can't, uh, I give Germans a lot of shit. Like, yeah, please. Yeah. I mean, they deserve it. They love it, too. They like it, too. They love it. They're sure. Like, they love Just stuff. a little bit of, like, oh, you yeah, know. Is that where that originated? BDSM? Flagellate certainly oh. sounds like a <laughs> sound like, like yeah. a German word. Flagellate. It seems it seems like like German kind of. You know? Yeah, it does. I can see that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 
Um, so what do you say? Two months later, two months later, right? There's um, Luft. So they had the terrorists. Germany have the, the they have the three ter- t- three three terrorists, uh-huh. right? They don't like that. They want to forget about any of this ever happening. You know, they don't want to prosecute them. They just want to send them way back to wherever they came from and get and be done with it. Two months after um, the whole massacre in the Olympic Games. Uh, a Lufthansa flight is being hijacked by terrorists of the mm. same organization. The organization is called Black September, right? And those terrorists demand the release of the other terrorists. But the German government, turns out, already prepared all the papers 10 days before that, right? For the release of those, of those terrorists in case they would have to get rid of them for who knows what reason, right? And they... And they are already offering to release... As soon as the plane is hijacked, they're like, yeah, we're going to release the terrorists. Even before the people who hijacked the airplane asked for it, which is fucking weird, right? And release them, like send them back somewhere or just like open the door and say, they send please them, go. So, so they, they, give, they hand them over to the other terrorists with the airplane. Uh-huh. And they take those people and the hostages and they fly to Libya. So there's no hostage ex- exchange or anything. They keep their they keep the hostages and they get the terrorists and they fly up to Libya, and then a few days later they release the hostages, and it all go it all it all goes over so smoothly, compared to two months before, where eleven Israelis just got murdered sure. with horrific incompetence. So it turns out. Now there's a uh, an article about this at the New York Times, right? A new um, new uh, there's new records that have been released because Germany kept records closed for this up until a few months back, uh-huh. and wow. some of them are still closed until 2047. Is it crazy? We have stuff like that here too, where it's like there's yeah. some kind of time period. It's just yeah. It's crazy to be like, we're going to let you see this, just not right now. Yeah, privacy reasons yeah. and bullshit like yeah. that. Yeah. Everyone involved with this needs to be dead before yeah. we let you see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what I just told you, right, none of this is like 100% proof, but it looks like Germany had some kind of, uh, how do you say, uh, a cooperation where the people hijacked the airplane to get rid of those terrorists mm. to a degree. None of this, there's no 100% proof. Yeah. You know, you got to be care- very careful when you say things like that. But, it, you know, it looks very rotten. Yeah. And I I mean, even if quarter of it is true, just a, just a comparison of how they treated the, how they dealt with the situation when you have German hostages and when you have Israeli hostages is sure. terrible. Yeah. So... How did when you were a little kid? Like, how did your dad? How did they tell you about this? Did you think of your grandpa with reverence? Did you? Everybody knew about this. It's a big deal in Israel. Uh huh. Those eleven athletes. They they were kind of honored there. Yeah. And those families. They, so they're having this event in Germany to to commemorate it. Yeah. And all the families were they ever paid anything? They were paid something. Yes. Do you know if it was like a lot? It was like four millions in total. Four million divided by eleven families. Yeah. Okay. Two two hundred k person something in the end after taxes or something I don't know. So the families now they demand um, more reparations. Um, they also demand Germany apologizing for the incident and owning up to it, which they never done. They never acknowledged their guilt in mm-hmm. the matter. 
uh, and they demanded all the all the documents to be released. And they want all three. Who who yeah. runs like is two lawyers? Like I wonder if it's like a lawyer talking to a government official. There's two and they're women. Like, you get the apology yeah. and a hundred thousand each. No, no, and a couple of the documents. So there's two women. Uh, one of them, her name is Anki Spitzer. Uh huh. She's the she's the the wife of Andre Spitzer, which was uh he was the fencing he was a fence fencing athlete, and uh, Ilana Romano, who is uh I think he w- she was the wife of um, I want to say Josef Romano. He was a weightlifter. Mm. Um, and they, this was like their life's mission. They've been, their whole life, they've been fighting for this. But yeah, now they're in a position of power because Germany, it seems strange that Germany announced they wanted to do a big 50th anniversary without checking that all the families were on board soon. No, they've been fighting, like they've been fighting for this for 50 years, those two women. Like, But now it's getting more attention. I mean, now it seems like there's something going on. Yes, and how do Germans feel? Are there like is Ger- is like they're a liberal part of Germany? It's like you should pay them, and a conservative being like, no, this yeah, wasn't our fault. The fucked up thing is uh, most of the German media is only focusing on the reparations thing, and they kind of presenting it low key. It's like it's a bunch of you know, you know Jews wanting to get money from Germany. Oh boy, low key, very low key. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. like, like you're know, like, come on, it's they, they, it's more, it's about more than just the money. Yeah, to me at least, I don't. To me, it is. So. So okay, so you're in Israel. You have this history. You moved to Germany because your your mom yeah. met someone, and that's like my that's only the one part. Like my other grandfather, he's like the only Holocaust survivor of his family. Mm. There's a lot of shit with Germany, like in my what. So I guess the, I guess what I'm curious about is like with all this weight with Germany, it just seems like the even your mom dating a German, you're going back to Germany. Like, is there in Israel? Is there is there like I guess you don't call it racism, but what would you call it? Anti-German people sentiment in Israel? I mean, first of all, there's a bunch of racism in Israel. Of course. Not to Germans. But like, how do they feel about Germans? Is is it like kind of like, well, this all, none of you. Turns out uh, Israelis have a better opinion of Germans than the other way around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. I, I will always, I did a commercial with a German film crew and there was a German guy that we were out to dinner. Oh, yeah, you got a bit about that, right? I, I ended up changing it for the bit, but originally we were out to dinner and he was like what I would describe as a woke German, where he wo- felt it necessary to apologize to me for the Holocaust. That's not even woke there. Yeah, but like just like it was uncomfortable. It was weird. I know. And I told Wait, him... did it come up? Or, or did he just like he, right off the bat... Before I, dinner, not right off the bat, but like it was, it was very strange because it was this German shoot. It was in German. I know they couldn't exactly find the actors anywhere, and they picked me and Jeff Solomon, two Jews from New York City, that was like the right tone for this commercial. Mm. Uh, and I said, and I felt uncomfortable, so I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm half Jewish," and he was like, "No, don't ever say half Jewish." The Nazis use the term half Jewish to mean half as bad. Yeah. And 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 it was very strange for a, a German to be telling me once again what I should do as a Jew, and I didn't know I didn't so now I tell people I'm half not Jewish, that was my solution, <laughs> but it was uh it was such a strange it was one of those things where I'm like this is for you and not for me yeah yeah I don't know what it is that you feel about this I, you're absolutely right it, they're neurotic 
They're fucking neurotic well, about that's it. That's ironic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, what is that like just a certain kind of German? Like, like in America, there's very much a like, uh, there's like a Republican side being like, stop apologizing for our past. We have a great past. Don't, don't think about it. And then, but in Germany, is there like a strain of like people who are like, we need to make, make it right. We need to apologize to every Jew we see. Like, what is it like? No, no, no like that. I mean, in Germany, it's more like, let's talk less about the past. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, we're done now. We talked about it, which I think, I think is a wrong way to look at it. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing to have this moral compass you can find in your past because, you know, oh, I fucked up. Let's yeah. not do it again. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think that's the, the better way to go. It's a good, I think it's a healthier way of looking at it, but people look at it as like a, a like a, how do you say, like a bad thing. It's not, an, it's, I mean, it was a bad thing, uh-huh. but I think you can learn, you, you can make the best out of it instead of whining about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? What do you think about how we should remember the Holocaust? I, it's it's funny we have the two Jews here, and you're like, I'll let I'll let I'll let them uh, I'll let them tell me how we should remember the Holocaust. Um, no, I I'm. I'm just saying it's a big. It's certainly. A, it it seems like Germany has a lot. I know there was though. There's that a uh, beautiful monument. Where's the one with all the different levels of stones? In Berlin. In in Berlin. That's the one I did the project about. The what was what's the project that you did? Holocaust. Holocaust. What yes. was Holocaust? That was like my biggest. That's my biggest art project. That's where all the followers are from. Uh-huh. Basically, uh, it's not com- a little bit is comedy, but I, like before, I, I like I had a very weird way of becoming a stand-up comedian. Uh, unhealthy way, you could even say, because I became famous with art projects that gave me an audience that was way bigger than the level of a comedian that I was. Sure. I was playing mm-hmm. rooms I wasn't ready for and some would say didn't deserve, which I think is a different thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Holocaust was, there's this Holocaust memorial in Berlin. It's very famous. Uh, all the tourists go there. They, and I noticed a lot of them do selfies there, uh, which is, I guess it's fine to a degree, but some people would barbecue there. They would be a max there, juggle like balls and stuff. So... I took those selfies. Uh, I found them online everywhere: Tinder, uh, Instagram, Grinder, Facebook, whatever. And I photoshopped them into actual Holocaust footage. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, it was like it was seen yeah. by a hundred million people. Wow, it's ridiculous! Like I became like overnight famous. Like it was yeah. insane. It, 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 just the AJ Plus video has like eighty million views. So, and I used twelve people's pictures, and I said, "You can write an email to undouche me at yolocost.de, and I'll remove you." And those were people from all over the world. And within a week, they all wrote me, and I just removed them. Sure, but they they must exist. People made copies, and yeah. But I felt like, from my side, I just took it down because I liked having the project ending, concluding. Sure. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a tough thing where, like, your point is 100% accurate. It's just those those people, those pictures probably haunt them to this day. Yeah, but they're not really recognizable in those pictures. That's nice. Was that selective or is that just a happy yeah, coincidence? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I, I mean, you can only, like, most of them wear sunglasses and the angles and stuff. So, like... They probably only recognize themselves and like maybe two, three people. I think it's very, it's very powerful. I think very often about like we're very careful in terms of media. They don't show a lot of gore. 
on kind of national news or whatever. And I was just in Florida and I went to a gun show and because uh, I was just, you know, looking for material, not guns. Yeah. But but I was like, you know, it was it's and you see all these people and this gun culture. And uh, there's this very funny woman where she she said she said she was selling bullet jewelry. And it was she was like, you know, they don't even teach. She was she was selling little pocket constitutions. And she said, you know, they don't even teach the Second Amendment in schools anymore. And what, I what would they and I said, so they just go from one to three. And she was like, mm hmm. <laughs> and 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 I was like, well, you know, that's too bad. But at least most of the kids are getting hands on experience. I really want to meet those people. Because but like, I want to do what you like. The thing with those guns, it's like the whole thing, all the the pictures and paintings of this. Like they had like superheroes, like a patriot man or something. There's no blood. There's no bodies. The guns exist in their mind in like a video game, uh, a magical movie place where there's not guts, where there's not intestines. Where and I'm like, when you see these people holding guns. You're like, someone said about Sandy Hook, which you know about Sandy Hook yeah. here, that if people had seen the autopsy photos, the gun debate would have changed immediately because they're so fucking, they'll, they'll throttle your brain. You think that's true? I don't know if that's true. And I do think people get like used well, to there, there's, imagery. There's historical examples too. Think, think of Emmett Till. Like remember the, the, yes. the, the mom demanded that his body be shown and it had a huge impact on on that fight. And so I, I do think there's historical Huh. Yeah. I don't think happening. any of this is going to be yeah. a good difference. I mean, a cynical part of me think agrees with you, but another part of me thinks that you know there there it is. I can't imagine how horrifying it is. So part of me I thinks just, like if if you were an activist going to a gun show, if I was not a comedian actually trying to make a good positive change in the world, like going to these shows with like. In my mind, it's like papers of pictures of victims of gun violence. As I see the little kids holding a rainbow gun that their parent is going to get them, and you just throw in the air these horrifying pictures. To, yeah. Like that feels like it's like Hamas. Yeah, it's very it's it's like like America, it's like those people are so anti-Islamic terrorism, but they have so much in common. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like little oh, kids. Oh, yeah, I know. oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see little what kids that yeah. do gun shows. That's like sure. Islamic terror bullshit. That's but uh, holding I, the Bible, holding yeah. the thing, and you're like, this is the. Yeah. It's the same thing, but I think it's not because I don't think I. I, I think public opinion has no impact on gun laws. Mm. I think, and look, everything I say is like outsider bullshit. Thing. No, I'm for not sure. Here. I don't know how it is, but I feel like uh, this whole country is being taken hostage by a gun lobby. Sure, just, but you go to these places. I mean. One of the reasons I think it's good, like now that I've been touring the South more and going to places like the gun show, is I really, it does eradicate the thought in my head of like, oh, you're not going to stop these people from getting into guns. These people will will die before. This is, this is not just they want guns. This is their whole culture. Identity. This is their whole identity. This is their T-shirts. This is their pants. This is their truck. This is their weekends. And it's it's it more just teaches you like I don't know I, I don't know what the solution is but it really it makes it it does it does make it seem like it's childish to be like oh we're really gonna take this away from them I mean not from them but from the future from their kids you know I think this is they just got into it and it was so easy to get into so it, it, maybe they would have gotten into plants or some into bonsais and they would have been the same person but with a different but with a bonsai well, that's of a why gun. i think you got to come with a distraction i think get people into like kung fu i think like get men back into like martial arts that's so much more work <laughs> for them it, 
Sure. You know well, I mean? that's, late, well, that's like, the thing. But, you I, know, I like, do think I see a lot of people at the gun show where they're a they're they're overweight, but sometimes they ha- they're careful. missing limbs. <laughs> but sometimes they're missing. They're and I mean overweight in the sense of like wait. Sometimes this, they're missing. Li- wait, what are you? But what I'm saying, saying like this oh. is in the sense of like these are people who in terms of like being like this might be the way they feel powerful. Uh, this is gotcha. the only way they feel strength. Yeah. This is the only way they feel safe. Again, I'm not defending. And there's any a of this, community. It's but a, it's it's a huge identity in, in like in huge. Pockets of community. And I, I'm not saying overweight to be. I I, I want to say it in the sense of like when I I see people like or or they're missing limbs. Where I'm not going to go up to someone with no legs and say, "Give me your gun," mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like I see how this is a way to be like. Well, now they might feel safe or powerful. And it's seeing a bunch. It's just noticing yeah, at this only- group. There's a bunch of people who couldn't get away from a fight really easily. Mm-hmm. Who are getting into guns? Yeah, but legless people are not the problem here, right? You don't hear a lot of school shootings by legless <laughs> kids. You know, it's not yeah. Jump but that's like they, you wanna, they, you wanna, they, wanna no, up but, that? but they, they, they're gonna shoot up a school, but there's no like wheelchair ramp for them to get in. <laughs> yeah. But no, like it, that's the only argument that I think, from what I heard, that is like that makes sense. Oh, I, I see. That's a reasoning I can, you know, I can at least understand. But I never meet those people. We're all like, because is it true you you guys sell guns at Walmart? I think they at do least, in some at least some of these places. They used to. Well, this kind of place, like. Sure. This is another one where it's like you're going to pass more gun restrictions or more background checks. And I'm like, going to this festival, anyone can get into this thing and they can go buy the gun. They could go steal a gun at this thing like that. It would be easy. Yeah. I stole three. <laughs> you did? No. No, my God. Oh, my God. No, I'm not touching these fucking guns. I, I'm trying to figure Like I'm like, you know, if, even if I was trying to stop a, a mass shooter, my aim so bad they think I was an accomplice. Yeah. You know what's I mean, insane? Like every child can get a gun here. You know that... Uh, well, I think the law is 18, 21? 18, I think. Yeah, but like, it's so easy to get a gun, but you know that they're not... I don't know. You know how many toddlers shoot their parents? Yeah. Or themselves. Or, or themselves. Yeah, a yeah. good amount. Lots of murdering babies out here. Yeah. <laughs> but but like, you know that the Kinder Surprise Egg is illegal in, in America? The what? The Kinder Surprise Egg. You know what that is? The no, chocolate egg with a surprise inside? Oh, yeah? Yes, because it's too dangerous for kids. Mm-hmm. Listen, Isn't that insane? Doesn't make any sense. You know what's so funny? We've been talking like this. Is probably one of our more serious episodes. We talked about history and not gun laws. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sorry. Let's is, talk about no, comedy. no, no. It's great. I just think it's interesting. Where like I think about people like like uh, how like Joe Rogan gets in trouble all the time, and it's like part of it's just because he doesn't know a lot of things. <laughs> and so as we talk about history, you could say anything about history, almost anything. <laughs> yeah. And Russell and I, oh, I don't I- know who's smarter about history, <laughs> you or me. But I think we're both like I not. saw Munich in theaters. <laughs> I feel like we both know that you know Britney Spears released an audio track last night on YouTube, but we don't know well, anything know about. That. Oh, you didn't know that? Wow, wow, well, I'll wow, tell wow, you wait, wow, she wow. did. What, what's going on with Britney? <sighs> she just just every she like released like a long audio track on YouTube, and then it was taken down, and oh, it was just yeah. about her oh conservatorship and all that stuff. But I'm saying like I know that, yeah, <laughs> and I don't know fucking anything else. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know any. I don't know a lot about America. I mean, I know. I think I know. You probably know more about America than I know, I know about Germany. Yeah. Who's who? Who replaced Angela Merkel? Oh God. I mean, me oh, neither. No, but me nobody neither. knows. Nobody knows that in Germany too. That guy Merkel is so was a big random. deal. Hmm? Merkel was a big deal because she was hanging out with oh, Obama, like, and we were yeah, all yeah, like, yeah. Oh, "You're cool." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the Merkel fun world Obama leaders, the good world yeah. leaders, <laughs> the good empire people. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, Merkel, she was just there 
she had some. There were some good pictures was, of her next to Trump being like. There was an yeah, SNL impression. She of was her, the king so. of like passive aggressive. Our history gifts. is based off SNL. Yeah, that's what it if is. There's an SNL impression. We kind of know who we had the were. most liberal yeah. education of all time. Yeah. What the miracle one? Yeah, well, I was saying like because yeah. there was an impression, you're like, oh, we have more of a. I mean, our, our new chancellor, he's kind of like a, a Joe Biden mm-hmm. type of guy, like no profile, just uh, yeah. Like, like it's is he, fine. Is he that old? Huh? No, no, he's he's like a teenager in comparison. But <laughs> he's like he's like in a sixty-five. He's a teenager compared. Um, man, you guys give Biden a lot of shit. Yeah, poor man. But that's our that's our. Th- we need to. Huh? Yeah, we yeah, need to. I know, I know, but I feel like Biden has done good to you guys. You guys needed to relax. It's sure you hear that, everyone listening. <laughs> you hear that people are having their votes suppressed. Relax. <laughs> what votes suppressed? What are you? There's, I'm just saying, <sighs> no world leader should have it easy. I think we should be tough on on all yes. these people. Oh yeah, yeah, no shooting. Yeah. No, of course you're right. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, uh, but you, so how do you feel as a, a Jew in Germany? I mean, you, you clearly deal, you, you, the art that you had in the past was very engaged in this. The other thing that you're interesting was, was you, if I'll just break it down, tell me if I'm summarizing correctly, you found on Twitter, there's just, was a lot of hate speech on Twitter. Mm. Horrible, horrible stuff. Yeah. I'm not talking about, we're not talking about jokes here. Yeah, we're Just not talking like about really jokes. Like, we're not talking yeah, about jokes. Yeah, and and so and you would report some of these to Twitter, and they wouldn't get back to many of them. And once in a while, they would get back and say this didn't violate our rules, and they were brutal. So you went to Twitter's headquarters. Well, they got back to me with zero, zero times. Or they zero, never zero time. Yeah. So you went to Twitter's headquarters, and you. I mean, thinking about it, you probably are familiar with some of Russell's work on Twitter. <laughs> you. <laughs> you throw me. I, you know I don't tweet. <laughs> it's just my retweet. He could be. Yeah. Uh, you look a little bit like. T- you could be like the Tim Dillon of this oh, podcast. Jesus. Did, Did I get tell? That a lot? I got. I get. I get. You say it. I think I just posted on Instagram. I get. Um. Yeah. I, I, I've. I've gotten. Multiple times, people have thought. In 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 ways where you're like, okay, I'm at a comedy show and they think it's Tim Dillon. Like I one time went to see John Marco and they thought Tim Dillon was popping the in. The funniest though is if uh, you if Russell if yeah. you were if you were a badass, yeah. you would have been like, be like, yes, I'm Tim yeah. Dillon. Yeah, I'd like to go I'm on. Go and you would have bumped me. Yeah, you would have bumped me. They I would come to me and say, you oh, got a feature. You know, Tim's that here. Is, that is funny. Uh, and then just the other night, uh, we were I went to John Marco's birthday party and we were out for drinks afterwards. And I get on the subway. And someone comes up to me and they're like, I'm so sorry to bother you. Um, and I'm like, this is weird. And they're like, they're like, but are you Tim Dill? <laughs> I was like, no. And they're like, you're dressed like him. And I was like, you're okay. Dressed oh. like, <laughs> you know, that like is so adding funny. insult to injury. I was like, okay, just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Uh, and then one time on Instagram, I got tagged in this weird account that was like, that was like, 
is there a difference between Russell Daniels and Tim Dillon? Also, I'm not a famous person. So I was like, it must have been someone listening to this podcast who knew who I am. Get ready. And then was like, and then put pictures of me and Tim Dillon next to each other being like, are they the same person? You should, not you should go, you should go do mics here. I know. We should. <laughs> if we lean into this, let me tell you, if we if we just posted a picture of you and we said we had Tim Dillon on the podcast, we'd have more listeners okay. than we've had combined previously. Okay, I'll study up on Russell, him and then we'll do, Russell, we'll do one. I'll do one in character I as would Tim kill Dillon. to look like Jim Gaffigan. Oh, why? Just to get some You look spots. like a younger Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, there if is... I get fed and old, I will finally, finally someone will put me up in this fucking sure, city. Sure, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so Twitter. so okay, so you did this thing, but you I did this thing. You know what was the funny thing? I was on CNN, right? And they were like, "Don't you think this is a anti freedom of speech?" And I'm like, "I can't even say shit on your show. What are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, this is again very, very. It's like these social media companies. They're too big. Part of it's like they're too big. I'm not saying it should be removed. I mean, do some. I mean, deal with it a I little agree. bit. But all I know is that dealing with TikTok on the other end of things, which is like much more censorious, yes. has been like has been the experience of like, yeah, not good here either. Because like they'll a they'll remove stuff that's insane, and then there's just different I degrees. I fucking hate it. Yeah, I love because TikTok is the only fair algorithm. Like it gets as fair as it gets. You know when it comes to videos. Whichever one I'm doing well on is the fairest in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> you're, well, you're doing the, the best on TikTok, right? Uh, it used to be way back in the day, but uh, not anymore. These days, it's YouTube Shorts. Oh yes, yeah. I'm kind of I'm getting in there, yeah. But so it's terrible. I, I I hate it that a fucking algorithm tells me I'm being I'm behaving hateful. Sure, but isn't isn't this isn't it a isn't that the thing that in a way you I, when I put if I say Hitler in in a in a joke or yeah, like but people describing are pretending like acts. when I did it that's the, that's what I want that's not what I want obviously but I, I mean it's an issue that needs to be dealt with I'm not saying I, I didn't say like delete everything every sure. time someone writes Hitler because I'm the like like if, if that was that's if, your hook yeah that's my thing you know I, I get my shit is, it gets taken down constantly on TikTok and I I hate it it's terrible yeah, I have to. I have to. I have too many Hitler jokes. What can be tough? This is like Hitler, nine eleven. Sometimes you'll be on a show, like a showcase show, and all of a sudden I'm the fourth comic bringing up Hitler, yeah. and you're like, "Geez, I did one yeah. show where I was the fourth comic bringing up nine eleven, and it's it's the same way where like all these all these like cis guys like want to make some kind of trans joke. Sometimes it's not necessarily a transphobic joke, but at a certain point, it's like. Why are you all yeah. talking about this? Yeah. I don't have this a thing lot that of, has nothing yeah. to do with like your. I don't talk a lot about Judaism on stage. Sure, I, I talk about being an Israeli, which is a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I will talk about things where I, I don't think the essence of it is is Judaism or being a Jew or necessarily the Holocaust. Like I have this bit about like how I did it in your show about how Auschwitz says four and a half stars on TripAdvisor, which is true and hilarious. And I let even people read the reviews, right? And what do they say? Like, what are they? Horrible customer service. Squad <laughs> guy was like, uh, he couldn't find a way. He said, like, his GPS didn't work, so he was like, he wrote, and I swear this is true. He was like, you have to be lucky to get to the camp. And I'm like, that's not accurate. Or like shit, like like stuff that is right, but just the context, like someone wrote, oh. not handicap friendly, and I'm like, that's. <laughs> 
You're not wrong. Oh my god, it's hilarious, oh, right? Oh man, yes. Oh but man. The, the, uh, but the funny in this is not the Holocaust necessarily. No. It's a part of the premise. It's a part of the setup. But the funny thing is how people behave on the internet. It's a bit about the internet and how like how like they uh, how abstract the internet turns things into mm-hmm. and how they lose context. So, yeah. So. Uh, but I try, especially when I, I, I mean, when when I do it in English, I'm more free. But I told you before the, we started, I don't like, I'm very, everything that has to do with Jews in Germany, I strictly avoid. Mm-hmm. Because I can't, there's only four of us left in there. And it's like. It really is light though. Like yeah. there's not a lot of Jews in Germany. Uh, well, no. <laughs> for obviously. Well, of course. But I mean like. You know. So, th- like, we don't have mitzvah tanks. We don't have... Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. Have, there's there's no, no Hasidic communities. It's insane here. Like, like, Do you like it? Do you feel, oh, my people? A little bit. I mean, I know those are not... Because there's a huge difference between Jews and Israelis. Like, mm-hmm. we're... Israelis are different. We're Middle Easterns, and you guys are whiny. Uh, uh-huh. No offense. No, no, sure. No. But, like, it's different. Uh, yeah. No, I like Jews, but... It's it's a whole different culture, but still, it's amazing to see here. Do, so, wait, do, do, it, it do you guys normal. judge? Do, do you guys have like jokes about American Jews being whiny? Like, is that a thing? Oh yeah. What do you say about us? Um, shit. I, I mean, I can imagine that there are. I'm sure that they are, but that there are, but I I don't know because I we don't have them in in Germany, but I'm sure Israelis make fun of you guys all the time. Sure. Um. Like, my girlfriend and I, we both fit kind of the profile of, like, hypochondria. She's got allergies. I, I, didn't see, I didn't feel any Jewish. What do you think, Russell? Be honest. Do you? Oh, yeah, I think you fit the some of the big ones, you know. What are they? You 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 were naming them, and I'm saying yes. You you have hypochondria. <laughs> yes, I'm neurotic. I, neurotic. I, I I I do this. I uh, yeah. am, I'm just yeah, neurotic. Yeah, There's just a neurosis yeah, yeah, and an over questioning yeah, yeah. and a, a stress, all that stuff. Yeah, that's that's when I saw you are Jewish. Like this this little yeah. hand gesture. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. is almost Italian. I think it's a mix, but I think like, and I wasn't raised very religiously, but I think like but my all those, I, I wouldn't even say cliches, uh, cliches sound negative, but all of this culture, there's none of it is in Germany. Like mm. if I did jokes about Jews being neurotic in Germany or, or like pastrami, nobody would get it. Mm. We had this when I had a TV, I had a TV show on, on German public TV, right? And we had the sketch. It was about, I, I got this manager. And his name was Ari Schlomberg, and he was like this Jewish Hollywood agent. And he would send uh-huh. me like, I did like a gig in a kindergarten, and I did one in an elderly home. That was a lot of fun. But before that, he w- we would he would always call me in, and it was a friend of mine, one of my co-writers, and she did an incredible like Jewish Hollywood agent impression. Uh-huh. But nobody appreciated it in Germany because they didn't get it, mm. and it's real. It's fucking hilarious, but nobody got it there. That's very funny. Yeah. yeah, it was tragic too. <laughs> but yeah, the worst things the Germans have ever done to the Jews. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so I'm I'm sorry to get so deep in that. I'm just no, so fascinated because I I remember I just feel like I don't know. There's a degree of I haven't had to deal with much anti-Semitism in my life, and it's like trying to appreciate. Mm. I went on a date with someone from Brussels once. 
and she was Jewish, and she told me that at least in Brussels, she said, oh, I don't bring up I'm Jewish on the first date because then it will be the last date. And I was like, Jesus Christ, really? And I've, I've just, it's just the bubble I live in. I live on the East Coast. I live in, but recently I've talked about this, I think, where I've done three shows in the South where I, on stage, I go, I'm Jewish, and someone goes, ugh, from the audience. <laughs> and they do it in a joking way, but you shouldn't say that just, to me saying I'm Jewish. That's not good. Yeah. All right. So in a nutshell, uh, the place I, I moved to Germany to the to East German countryside, right? And this little village when we, where we were at, um, it had like the Nazi party, which is a thing. Uh, they had 13% there, which is a lot. And uh, the mayor of this, like the, not the mayor, the local Nazi uh, man, I need to show you guys that guy. Do you have? Uh, uh, I could put it up on my phone. But tell me, t- tell me, understand because we so have I, we have neo Nazis, but it's like I got chased by neo Nazis every week when I came to. What Germany. are your neo Nazis like? Because our neo Nazis, it feels like it's not connected to Germany. It's yeah. kind oh, yeah, of they're like, terrible. They can't even get the Hitler salute with the yeah. right hand. They're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very funny critique. But it's you're doing this all wrong. You're doing it all wrong. Nine. Yeah, yeah. No, but German Nazis. Like one of my biggest videos on TikTok, which they keep taking down, is I did a Bob Ross impression. I saw this. What I did, did you a do? tutorial of how t- I I explain neo-Nazis how to paint a swastika correctly, and I got the whole. Baron Were they doing Bob the Ross. wrong swastika, like the good yeah, swastika, yeah. where it's like it means they peace can't or get whatever. it right. No, they can't just they just can't get the swastika right. They're doing the angles all wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. making them acute. I'm serious. There's countless examples of this. Just Google swastika fail or something. Unfortunately, it is like a kind of design. Like sometimes I'll see some kind of circular designs, and you're like, I've been like doodling once in a while, oh, it's just an and S- I'm just doodling lines, and then I'm like, ah, yeah, curve yeah, this yeah. one really quick. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's easy. It's like an S and then another S, like SS. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It all makes sense now. <laughs> Right. No, so I did like a Bob Ross, like Zigal, everybody, welcome back. And like, it's a t- it's like. How do Germans think about? I used to have a bit way back where I said like, when we had the Nazis here, what a what a great rebranding opportunity for Germany. Yeah. That now when you think no, when you think Nazis, you're going to think America first, and that was like that was because Trump was saying America first at the time. How did Germany view this like reappropriation in a way of like Nazi culture? I guess. Wait, what do you mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, the neo-Nazis here don't give a fuck about Germany. It's kind of weird. It's just such a weird, weird thing where, like, it's it's been around so long in America now, there's almost like a version of Nazis that has nothing to do with Germany. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because it reminds, I wasn't, like, in the east of Germany. and I, I did a show the other day, and I went past a, a trailer, and they had, like, a Confederate flag. Yeah. And it was obviously a Nazi in there. And I was like, wow, they're really like world, like worldly considering they're sure. Nazis, right? <laughs> there's like, there's some kind of an alliance, but they don't. Yeah. Look, I see a Nazi coming over, seeing the Confederate flag. I didn't know you were so cultured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, because most Germans will probably not know what that is. But in Germany, it's illegal to. Write a swastika? What's illegal in Germany? It's illegal to have a swastika flag, which is, now, it should be here too. Sure, but that's the difference with us. I mean, we we've have lots of debates about Confederate flags. You will never see America make Confederate flags illegal. That's never going to happen No, not here. a Confederate, but a swastika. Sure. A, a Nazi flag. Not a, sw- yeah. a Nazi flag. It should not be legal. 
you're it's illegal to say shit. That's what I, that was the context in the scene and thing. It's illegal to say shit on TV. Not illegal. It's like it's not allowed. You get sued. On some, yeah. On, yeah. yeah, they cut you off immediately. Yeah, yeah but you can wave a, a swaz a, a, like a Nazi flag. That's insane. Yeah. It's an insane priority, in my opinion. I don't know. Sure. Oh, I think there should be cursing on the news all the time. I'm yeah. a big advocate. Yeah. I, I yeah. hate... Trump said, yeah. grab them by the P word. And you're like, yeah. what are we doing? Who is this for? Tell yeah. your kids to stop watching the fucking TV. I don't know what to yeah, tell you. Yeah, grab, grab them by the pussy and then wave the swastika flag. You know, yeah. it's just a... <laughs> uh, what, what's the thing you want me to look up that you said there's these... Let me let me put it in. Let me show you. This is the guy. This was the neo-Nazi in the village... Uh, that I grew up in. Uh, and just the fact that you can Google him. Check out this guy. Oh my God. Can you imagine having this mustache in? Oh, that hair. It's like he did the combo of the, of the Confederate and the Hitler. Yeah. He's like, I will do the Confederacy and, oh man. Yeah. You have to put that photo in. You have to edit that in. This will be the, (laughs) we'll have him on the podcast next. It's, uh, do, so do this f- guy, this guy was like he was a football coach. He was teaching little kids uh, when we got there, uh, and then and he was also a, how do you say a chimney cleaner? The guy who cleans a chimney. Sure, I don't, that's a he works for that position is for you working for the government in Germany. Oh, there's okay. enough yeah, chimneys. So, huh? I don't know if we have enough chimneys in America. We got. <laughs> we definitely don't have oh, we're government not been around as long. Enough. No, yeah, they got a bunch of government-funded chimney. <laughs> no, no, they got a bunch in Germany because they had to do a lot of burning back then. But oh, oh I'm sorry. my oh. god! But it's yeah, but it's and that guy cleans them now, and we had to let him into our house. You know, you had to let him. Yeah, weren't even allowed to put the fire on while he was in there. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, and then my mom. So, but now he's. I mean, he's dead now. He got COVID. Mm. Yeah, he uh, didn't believe in COVID, but COVID believed in him. Yeah, so, well. it's, it's pretty incredible. Just the things that go together. Yeah. Oh, you're a Nazi and you're a COVID denier. Mm-hmm. How interesting yeah. Yeah. that these two wildly different beliefs don't have anything to do with each other. But they, Adolf would have been they, vaccinated the same way Trump was vaccinated. But like, I just don't see the, the, the degree of just being like, hmm, we, 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 we don't believe in these two things. Maybe... Oh, it's so. I think like the COVID deniers are skeptic, uh, are skeptic of the government. Skeptical, sure. skeptical of sure, the government. But, then, but it's a mix of like they're skeptical of the government, but, but they have they absurd patriotism. Like they, they they also like like when Trump was in it, they love patriotism like, they of a different him state. To take away, yeah. They, they don't want. they don't believe like at least in Germany, they don't believe in this in the democratic state the way it is. They're yeah. like. We like there's an underground. What, what do you call it? Dark state or whatever. Uh, 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 deep, deep state. state. Deep a deep state. state. And in Germany, it's like the German. Uh, they believe that you guys are still running shit. America, in Germany, never became a real country. Oh yeah. wow! So they realize that we're so fucked up. No it, one's running. There's no. That that's the thing of these secret organizations. I'm like, we can barely do anything functionally. This idea yeah. that there's a secret organization. To believe the Jews run the media, like like we'd have better PR if if we did. <laughs> We're terrible at it. So, but yeah. So like to get back to your date, um, like I, I had to like I got chased. I never got back to her. So let's get oh, yeah. back to her. You do it. But I I, I like I got chased around by neo Nazis like uh, f- the f- f- 
first five years in Germany, like on a weekly basis. Wow. Did you carry stuff with you to defend yourself? No. Like uh, oh, to defend myself. Leah, were you scared? I mean, it sounds scary. Were these neo-Nazis the same age as you or older? or? Yeah, all kinds of ages. Yeah. Oh, wow. And all multiple. shapes and sizes. Like they were... Yeah. And, uh, man, I... Like... I remember I, I got in so much trouble for like being a, a public person, like you're just joking about Nazis, just making fun of Nazis. Like my mom was, she had to have a police car in f- parked in front of her house for three weeks just because I made fun of Nazis. Yeah. So it's different. And it's weird, especially to me, because I'm, look at me, I'm a white man now, but I wasn't like, I didn't feel like I was when I grew sure. up. Sure. So now I'm like a white privilege, and I am. And you have blonde right? hair too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm yeah. like, I'm you half, yeah, I'm half Arab. It's it's so weird to me. Like, uh, yeah, but I I get it too. I get white people. I I don't have like the same. I don't experience the same racism as other people do. Sure, it's people I grew up with they experience a whole different kind of racism and discrimination than I. Just because they're, but we grew up in the same culture and we're from the same place and we speak the, s- the same language, and it's uh, yeah, it's very weird. Like I'm very confused about my identity. And do do you think? Because Germany is going through, it seems like, from afar, a similar thing with America of, like, these hate movements are becoming bigger and more infiltrated into the government. And, like, is it a is it a scarier time? Do you feel nervous? Do you feel things are going... Because I think it's a both example of you guys had more, I think, censorship in terms of, like, we didn't ban flags or anything or any symbols. But it seems just as bad for both of us. I wouldn't call moment. it censorship. I mean, there's... Uh, <laughs> There's a, but there's it's not going. It's not working. Is my it, my bigger point is like, it it's amazing how even if you teach it in history class, even if you do all these things, like both, both everyone's unhappy. Everyone's unhappy with the government, and that seems to somehow fester itself into some of these these movements. I think to a degree, it's a part of our society that we have to accept. Right? There's always racism. There's always hateful. I mean, we never should accept it. Right? Of course. But it will always be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it censorship. There's stricter hate laws. Uh, some stuff like I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. Like it's, it's uh, forbidden to deny the Holocaust in Germany. Yeah, right. I don't know how I feel about that. Even as a concept, that like laws don't get passed like that in in America, to my knowledge. That like it's forbidden to say. Like in Germany, if if you stood in the in the center of a town and said. I don't think the Holocaust happened. Will you be arrested on the spot? Would you be fined? You will be fined. Yeah, you won't be arre- like nobody's going to take are you, you away. About I, I don't know. Never like it did would... it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I pulled off a lot of like, I did, I did so many Hitler salutes on German TV. Um, <laughs> all of them jokingly. Like, of course, it's not like they're going after comedians. It's not like they're TikTok. Sure, sure, sure. But, I got it. But it's, but yeah, some things, I mean, America's very freedom, you know, like freedom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it has, it's like, sometimes it's too much. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it's just the right amount. Well, I just think, I just think with the internet, people like go like freedom of speech, freedom of speech. And like the internet has just complicated things in a way that you're foolish to just be like, no, it's the exact same. The The way we have to treat the internet has to be slightly different because the ability for it to yeah. hurt people is immense. And it's even like, I mean, we have freedom. Do we have freedom of speech on the internet or is it decided by algorithms? Of course. Right. 
right? And there's also freedom of speech. Just, uh, just meaning you're allowed to say something is different than being heard. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. those algorithms decide wh- who gets Facebook, heard. Facebook, it's, it's all like the stuff that does the best is like things that get you mad. Yeah. I just sometimes I put up a yeah. joke that I know will piss off people and oh I'm like, God. this is going to get a lot so of many, engagement. Yeah. yeah, I stopped right. uploading stuff on, because I have like hundreds of thousands of views on my comedy there, but it just shows it to people that hate me. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. It's sure. terrible. I got a bunch of, I, I got a few couple thousand angry Tunisians that have been shitstorming me for months now. What What did you say about that? I, nothing. I, I did a crowd work thing, right? In Berlin. I was talking to a guy who was from Tunisia and, um, and I'm like, what do you do here? And he was trying to be smart, like, uh, I work here. I'm like, you better be, right? So, <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. But they know, he knew, like, the room knows I'm from Israel, like, I'm a migrant too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So everybody's laughing, right? And, and I'm like, what do you do? He's like, I'm a data scientist. I'm like, that's perfect. The Germans are going to love that. Whatever makes them happy. Right, uh-huh. and I keep and I keep going, and uh, whatever makes Hans happy, I say. Uh-huh. And um, and then at some point we go back to that, and he's like, I want to. M- I say something. He's like, I want to make Hans happy. Uh, w- like he calls back my thing, and I'm like, Oh, don't worry about it. You're upsetting him just by being here. Uh-huh. Right, and it gets laughs and everything, but I upload it on the internet, and people are like, You Nazi. How dare you? He's a Tunisian side. They're so proud of their side. Sure, sure. He's a data side. How dare you, you white, you German white Nazi, right? And I'm like, and, and this was the mistake. I'm like, guys, it's fine. I'm not German too. And they're like, where are you from? I'm from Israel. And they're like, that's not better. <laughs> they did not like that at all. <laughs> they're oh, like, that's man. not a country. <laughs> so that makes That's things. very funny. Guys, that's yeah. okay. I'm from Israel. <laughs> the country we all feel unequivocally good about right at this moment. Um, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. All right, let's move on to our segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Do you have a this has got to stop for us? Oh, I got a bunch of them. <laughs> I mean, how many do you want? Uh, whichever feels uh, juiciest at the moment. Okay, when can I whine about the New York comedy scene? Ooh, Are we gonna yeah. get to that. Okay, soon? We, we can. We can. I we got a small one. one. This has got to stop. What, wait, what, what, what's your overall about the New York comedy scene? Oh, it's very hard. But no, sure. I, I need more than that. But the, this has got to stop, though. The way you write emails in America, and I mean all America. For every- a second, when you said the way you write emails, I was like, watch it. Watch it. But what what He's do we do? All American. All all Amer- every single one. Okay, what do we do? You will I will write a, an email with like let's say 3 four, no matter how many questions and Americans will only answer one. Mm, I agree with you. That's an American thing though? Yes. You treat emails like it's Facebook Messenger, and it's not. It's oh. fucking horrific. You can't communicate to people. You have to work. You have to work with people, and they'll, you, you ask them. It doesn't matter how long the email is. They will, you get one sentence. One sentence. Why? I, it's killing me. I, I'm, I'm see, I, I see you guys are on board with this, but it's, it's terrible. Well, Russell, I, Russell's, I'll, I'll write Russell. I'll say, hey, how are you doing? Are you available for a podcast next week? Could you also get back to me about the dates for the rehearsal? And he'll reply, good. Oh, and I'll say, Doesn't it Russell, make you angry? No. Oh, it makes you... Uh, no. Oh, no, that's <laughs> not what happens. No. I will, I will thumbs up individual things, and then I'll do it in the email. You've got a way better at email. You're, you're not a bad emailer. Uh-huh. I, I, but, but I do know what you mean, where I have learned recently, you cannot ask. Chris, our friend from the sketch team, would agree with this wholeheartedly. 
but he hasn't changed it. You can't ask more than one question in an email sometimes. Yes. I'll always answer them back. I'll go do bullet points or like, you know, with like my agents or manager, they'll sometimes they'll highlight things, which would feel condescending like interpersonally to highlight mm-hmm. yeah, email yeah. to you being like, remember this mm-hmm. shiny light I, I, over I here. I do think the bullet points thing is good though. Yeah. You know, but, but I, I, in Germany, it's not a problem is what you're saying. No. It's just Americans. Germans oh. will write detailed emails. What do they say about Germany? They, the trains always run on time. Yeah. Is that from That's the Holocaust? But, uh, is that like is that where it comes they from? They run on time when it came to killing Jews. Oh. Sure. Now, not anymore. Now, not anymore. No. Better terrible. than our trains. Yeah. Ja- what? You Japan guys have is trains? the one that has the subway. Yeah. 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 Japan is the one where they're like, like if the train's oh, late, I loved they it. print oh. out a note yeah. so you can show the employer. Oh, and I they go Japan. on TV and they say, we're so sorry. Have you been oh. to Japan? No, I just see it. I, I mean, they look very crowded. You oh, know, at you least you see go. the, the worst. No, it's not true. The long distance trains, no. They're great. They're called chinkas. I love trains. I would love to be on trains instead of planes any day of the week. Mm. Oh, I mean, look, when I traveled, when I toured uh, through Germany, I only take the train. Yeah. When I toured Europe, I did the trains. It was fucking insane. Yeah. I barely flew in, in you Europe. You did Europe? When did you do Europe? After I graduated college. Ah. And I did... Uh, oh, you mean for comedy? No. No, no, no. no, no. no. Just, okay. just like just three did. months. I did uh, Hamburg, Berlin, Hamburg, yeah. and then... Munich, Hamburg is the one when we had Daphne Springs, very good episode. I talked about the oh, the, I heard of the, the lesbian show yes. that I went to. Yes, 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 yes. And then you went to a lesbian show in Hamburg. I was in Hamburg two days ago. Oh yeah, wow. did you see Michelle? Michelle, That's a joke. I'm just saying. Yeah, I saw the lesbian <laughs> show. It was uh, <laughs> no, it was it was they were sex workers, but then I I was too scared of STDs. Well, yeah, there was so like a, a red light show. district. Well, in wait, Hamburg. but what what's your this guy stop about <laughs> New York comedy scene? Huh? Yeah. yeah, this has got to stop about the New York comedy scene. Oh, Jesus. I mean, paid open mics, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, come on. No, it's not. Yeah, I think it has to stop. Okay, let, let me try to count it. Okay, I hear what you're saying. I think the problem with New York, there's too much. Co- there's too many comedians here. There's it's way too many shows. Yes. No one comes to open mics anyway. And the bars say, mm. you know, the people who run them, I used to pay for mics, and I didn't mind paying for them if they were decent enough, because that's how hard it is to get stage time. It's just a matter of the economy. All but right. what do you? All right. So, Jenmark, I, I think whatever I'm going to say now is like it's it's very it, there's a lot of frustration in it. So it's not like completely. I I don't care about anything. No, no, but I'm just so scene. everybody knows. Like I'm from, and, and our scene is different in Berlin. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a lot less Jews. Huh? Less Jews, which is great. Uh, yeah, I'm special. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, but uh, we have we have a lot of audience. We have way more audience than comedians. Sure. Where you guys have the, the opposite, which I've, I'm not familiar with. Um, but man, it's just getting on stage here, and, and the the things you have to do. Because when I'm on stage here, I feel great. Um, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I had fun in your show. Um, I think it went great. I don't know what you think. <laughs> like, I don't know how you think I, I did, but I think I did great. Um, and I think I did great in, in a lot of shows here. Uh, and some of I didn't, but I... Uh, That's like, not what nobody, matters, though. If, if, like, if you're thinking, like, oh, is New York not being more friendly because I'm not good enough? That's not... That, that's The problem is fraction. nobody watches... Nobody, no one watches. Nobody no. watches, and then I'm in my head like, why are they not like, why are they not mm-hmm. me again? Like, am I, like, is it? 
you know, and I had like clubs that I reached out that I did the last time and, and they didn't come, they didn't get back to me first. And I was like, why are they not? And then I, I, I had, I followed up and I had some friends talking to them and then they reached out and it turns out they, they haven't even watched the tape. They weren't there. No. Yeah. But it gets in my head. Sure. But if you knew the clubs that like you thought were being rude to you, don't respond to me. And I've been living here and working and doing shows there for oh, free. Oh, that would make me feel great. Sure. But I'm saying like that it's it's a bad it's a it's it's brutal. It's brutal. And but, like for a visitor, that first visit can be really nice. But the, the the moment you've come here too soon after the first time, the club's like, Oh, we're not giving you that special spot. Yeah. I never got the special f- spot in the first house. Sure. So it was a special spot to be had? No, it just, it just depends. I mean, also it's like I think there's a degree of if you were from America, they would go if you were from Los Angeles or Atlanta or Houston or Austin, they go, oh, let me give him a spot because one day I'm going to be in Austin and he'll give me a spot. His yeah. thing. Not a lot of yeah. people are going to Germany. Yeah, now. I know. So there's a degree of like. And also I think they're like. What? what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and also they're like, this guy's he's like here for a week, who gives a shit? Like, we can't build a lasting relationship. Sure. On the other hand, honestly, I can't afford being here longer than that. I have to work because I make money with German comedy mostly mm-hmm. and English comedy in Germany, but I can't make money here. I'm, it's illegal to pay me, literally. Yeah. And uh, but it's don't worry, it's we're also, not going to give you anything for this. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm relaxed out. Um, but. It's a it's a b- ego check because like look I don't I'm not a German superstar but I have a good career there I'm yeah. like like I tour I play rooms of like 300 400 500 people I had a TV show one like I have credits there I've I've been doing this for a while and I'm I'm pretty decent at it and here I have to beg people for like a, a t- to play in in a, in a show with 20 people and I appreciate it it's not like that yeah no no you don't come off as it's, you're not being ungrateful I know it's brutal but, it's, but I I feel like come on man just I need a I want some places I would love to have a shot at like at least a shot sure I just think New York you got to fucking like be here for a long I you know, know, you know, I know, but I, it's it's like impossible. I can't. I, I know. I, know. I can't. I, I I'm not legal. You know how hard it is to get a visa here. It's 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 even that like, and I'm looking into it, but it's like even that process is like six months, and it's a couple thousand dollars, and um, so I'm I'm just basically I'm performing in Germany to pay to be able to afford this. Yeah. And and at the same time, it's a big risk. Like I can't just if I come here, I throw away my livelihood mm-hmm. uh, on the off chance that I have a chance here. But I don't know because I can't perform here to see to get a feeling for it. It's yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like just standing on stage should not be that that hard. And I get the reasons. Like the more longer I'm here, the more I understand. Like I'm like, oh, those guys actually they actually get hundred emails a day. Those bookers. Yeah. Because it sounds like bullshit when they tell it to you, right? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I mean, no, no. I just understand the frustration. I'm just like, your frustration is not different from my frustration. And yeah. I live here. And I, it's like, it's like, it's just oversaturated. Yeah. But you don't realize that at first you like, and you write people here and they're like, they, they, they don't get back to you. You're like, we can't no, do anything for you. And you're like, oh, come on, you could. But it turns out they can't probably. Sure. And and I feel I, I feel like I don't know I I, I think the first time I, I I came here and did an open mic it was um was this uh, laughing Buddha mm-hmm. um, laughing Buddha famously hated Mike in New York 
Yeah, and I get I get why. I mean, the guy who runs it, I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to start. I don't want to talk shit here. And, uh, <laughs> what? No, no, no. no feel free. It. I don't. I'm fuck fuck. His name is yeah. Whatever. His name is Jeff Lawrence. <laughs> right. That is his name. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I don't have a career I can ruin here. Sure. So whatever. There's, uh, man, I don't want to fuck it. So no, I I went there and I did a sp- I I, pay, I did a paid spot mm-hmm. that was uh, I think four years ago. Just to be clear, you weren't paid. You paid for the spot. I paid for the yes. spot, yeah. and I had to buy that coke. And mm-hmm. um, and I walk up to, I'm being introduced to by a friend of mine. His name is Jeff Greenspan. I don't know if you heard. I know him. Jeff Greenspan. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. He's a long. You're a friend of mine. We both start. We both known each other from advertising. I used to do advertising before comedy, and uh, he kind of helped me, like, you know, go to New York and uh, talk to all the people here, and so he introduces me to Jeff Lawrence. And Jeff Lawrence is like, uh, oh, you're a comedian from G- Germany, huh? I heard you're, you work there as a comedian. I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, nobody gives a shit about that here. And I'm like, all right. Fun, fun. fun. <laughs> Did he do like a full misdirect? Like, oh, I heard you work in Germany. Yeah. No one gives a shit about that here. Yeah, yeah. kind of like like he set up, like he said it like it's a trap or something for me. It's not like I came and I was like, I'm a professional yeah, yeah, German yeah. comedian. He asked me, like he was trying to get the, to get me. You're going to just say, oh, you, you run Laughing Buddha? No one gives a shit about that here. here. <laughs> I didn't know that back then. And I was like, what the fuck is up with this guy? And then he started telling me how how kindly he was treated in Berlin uh, when he was there, which is true because we were very welcoming in Berlin. Like, you, uh-huh. like even if you're a fucking hack. From I want to listen. I want to go to Berlin. You I come. I, I, I put up great shows in Berlin. Like, I know. We'll talk. Um, I, I, we'll do a live podcast there, too. Okay. Yeah. You should come. Uh, I had, um, you know, Jocelyn Chia. Uh-huh. Jocelyn Chia. Yeah, you helped she, set that up? Huh? You helped set up her thing? No, she's there often because she has family there. But she's always on my shows there and, and stuff. Um, I think she's very funny. Um, and so there's some c- New York comics that come. For like yeah. Th- but there's it's a great scene. You can play, like, our open mics are different. Open mic. Sure. You can play for 100 people at an open mic. Sure. In, uh, in Berlin. Um, we'll triple that and I'm there. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, that'd be great. Listen, I'd love to. Yeah. But uh, I have a friend. He lives in Berlin now. My good friend Kevin, who got married in Hawaii, oh, wow. moved to Berlin now. So I'm, I'm looking to go there. You should come. Now I got a place. Huh? You could crash on my couch too. I will stay at Kevin's house. He's will very stay. rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to our, our. Are you okay on time? Yeah. Every time you look, when you look at your phone, I go, "Oh fuck, Russell has to go." No, I had like way more messages at a phone call. It's I just I will have to get off to call someone after right after this. When you're at work, do you check uh, your phone like for messages for me? Absolutely. You're always somewhere else. I'm ready, present for you. (laughs) Let's go on to our final segment. You better count your blessings. Count your blessing. This is the the part of the show we say one thing we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell, do you yes. do you have a blessing? So I went on. I was on vacation this last week. Went to Cape Cod with my family and Nicole. And uh, something I'm I'm thankful for is um, Nicole was like, "Hey, we should um, we should rent bikes while we're here." And I initially was like, "I don't want to do that." <laughs> and then I was like, "You know what? Maybe I'm open to it." And uh, it, it what was the really? last time you rode a bike? Oh, God. Uh, well, I mean, like, moving-wise. I mean, like, I've ridden bikes at the gym, but, like... What do you mean, oh, moving-wise? You know, like, yeah, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> what are you talking about? 
um, like it doesn't the count air, as bike through, riding through, if you're not like um, uh, it'd been a long time probably yeah and it was it was like it was a you know the first two minutes I was like this is it's been a long time I can't ride a bike so oh, right. no judgment from so, me wait what so yeah you never learned so Seriously? I but it was a you nice want me thing. to teach you outside <laughs> oh, no, I think I've moved past that um, era it 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 was like it had a real impact on my whole week. It felt like all of a sudden I was a biker. You know, I was biking. Every, I was going biking to the beach. I was biking to, we'd bike to get a drink. We would bike and we had our little baskets. We'd take things in. And um, it was a little stressful because, you know, there's traffic and there's people yeah. and things. But it was nice. It was like a nice thing that I never thought I would like doing. And I would never do here because it's way too busy. Never? It's too busy here. Like you're going to bike around of the course. streets of New York. No, but like in a nice I think like, we've had two guests like on who talked about a biking accident yeah, in New yeah. York City. Like a nice beach town where there's like, you know, it was like a lovely little thing that I was I was very thankful for. And I was really not going to do it. I was like, no, you get a bike for yourself. I will be in a car and meet you there. And I was like, no, no, no. That's that's yeah. really yeah. rude. I cycle everywhere in Berlin. It was I loved it. I was like, it was like a thing where it felt so much quicker. It would be like, oh, yeah. rather than pack all my shit into a car. Wait, dude, would you get sweaty? I always think like I'd like. Yeah, but I was stink. going to a beach. I was sure. going to like home i was we were going for drinks on a beach you know it was like a lot of like were you biking drunk probably buzz but not like drunk yeah. drunk you know i was like and i wasn't biking at night helmet you know uh yeah helmet helmet cool. yeah cool. i love when I you're love like that. for you it's like an action it's like a motorcycle right? yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Nicole almost did run into someone and fell off her bike though uh and it was very stressful Are for a okay? moment because it was like there was traffic coming and the woman had headphones on and she didn't see and she stepped out like with the last minute right in front of us and Nicole was ahead of me. Mm. Um, but she was fine. You know. Um, <sighs> well, that's good. I mean, well, I am hanging out with you and Nicole tomorrow Tomorrow, and we'll see if that makes the blessing. Yeah, we'll see if we'll it's good enough to make see. next week's <laughs> blessing. Uh, I think I, I want to use my blessing to shout out. I was in Tampa at Side Splitters Comedy Club. Uh, great club. Had a fantastic time. Good condo, and uh, my opener, uh, Kate Hughes. She lives in Atlanta. Uh, uh, she, I, I want to have her on. She runs like social media for like, like uh, vitamin water and diet oh, coke. Okay, and uh, I think that's just an interesting thing. But great comedian, um, and just one of those folks that doesn't seem to want to come to New York per se, but is killing it in Atlanta. It's nice. fantastic. She has an album out called Queen of the Castle, I believe, on iTunes. Katie Hughes, check her out. And uh, always thankful to have an opener. She went to the gun show with me. Always thankful nice. to have an opener who's like, I want to try to make some kind of adventure. I want to do something cool. Yeah. And the opener was like, oh, yes, let's go. Let's go yeah. and get some material. Yeah, do yeah, you, yeah. Do you do, do you go to where in the cities you are, you go, you, you oh, he walk loves around doing to things, get... Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, yeah, I, oh, you're, you're there so briefly. Like, I do wish... I think in my dream world, it's like I would be somewhere for like a week. But, yeah. But like... I always try to do like some kind of activity and sometimes you try to do the touristy stuff and it doesn't live up. But like going to this gun show felt like, oh, I'm like now I'm in a foreign world. Now I'm yeah. really traveling and I'm seeing something that's weird and unusual to me. I love doing this kind and of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love like going to a place and like going into their culture. Yeah. And just talking about that on stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and do you have a blessing? I have two. One of them is 99 cent pizza. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest thing in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a dollar fifty now because of Putin, mm -hmm. but it's so great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> yeah, a, I mean, most Americans are blaming Biden, but I'm glad we. Put I'm it blaming Putin, Putin, Putin for everything. Sure, it's more sure. Expensive yeah. now. <laughs> and uh, 
I, I, I get you. And yeah, and all the, uh, a lot of people have been helping me out, you know, you're one of them. Good. Um, it's, uh, it's great to have, you know, like you and, and Jeff Greenspan mm-hmm. and, uh, Andy Engel and, and, uh, f- uh, Tracy Carnazzo, you know her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a bunch of people, Sarah Harvard, mm-hmm. uh, lots of people that are putting me on, Matt Pavich, uh, people that yeah. are helping me out, you know, uh, Jocelyn Chia. uh, shit, I'm going to forget some people. But it's there. Nobody's listening. listening anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Jeff Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> love you, Jeff. Jeff. Lawrence. Thank you, Jeff. Yes, uh, but no, it's it's uh, you know it's very and all the people that let me stay in their places, you know, yeah, uh, like Leo who's hosting me here, and I got people hosting me like my friend Eddie uh, in LA and and George and in, in San Francisco. It's like uh, will also not listen, but. Uh, like a lot of people, when you go to other places, which I do a lot, like this is not the only country I travel to, to do comedy and like people help you out and it's great. It's, um, it's, yeah, I uh, appreciate that a lot. Good. Great. And is there anything you want to plug? This episode is coming out, uh, on August, uh, September 13th, September, September 13th, uh, Shit. Uh, you think, Russell, anything to plug? Yes, I do. Tonight, if you're in New York City, come to Asylum NYC um, for Uncle Function. Still got to memorize my lines. Uncle I hope I get Functions it in time. Uncle show is tonight, Asylum NYC at 9.30 p.m. And then in L.A., if you're in L.A., uh, one week from today, on Tuesday, uh, September 20th, uh, Uncle Function will be at Dynasty Typewriter, so get those tickets online. Go to Uncle Function Instagram. And then also follow me on uh, Instagram at at Russell J. Daniels. I'll uh, be in L.A. too by that time. I mean... Okay, yeah, t- tell us. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing... Sh- I'm, whatever I can get. If you're a comedian, put me on your show. That's what I want. That's good. Okay, but that's I'm, good. Uh, like, I'll be in L.A. I arrived there on the 14th, which is like tomorrow. Tomorrow. In, in podcast time. Yeah. So I'm doing the... I'm at the Laugh Factory. Uh, and good. I'm doing... Uh, we'll see what else. But there's... If people go on my Instagram, uh, for which they'll need to spell my name, S-H-A-H-A-K that's my Instagram um, or on my TikTok or on my website which is linked in my Instagram it'll Just, be linked in the show notes yeah, yeah, as well and they can sign up to the to the America thing and then I'll send them an email with great. all the dates great well uh, go to Laugh Factory maybe maybe Crystal Leo will even pop in yeah um, who knows and uh, if, if you want to see me I'm headlining in Richmond Virginia September 15th 16th 17th then uh, I will be at that Uncle Function show and the one in LA September 20th and then I'm headlining the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles September 21st uh, really some industry coming so please tell your friends to go even if you're not in uh, LA that's Hollywood Improv industry coming September 21st. What, what does that mean industry like, like people who can make my dreams ooh come true who can help me find real happiness I need to get me a spot at the improv yeah yeah, yeah. and then September I'll come, 20- if, I'll come watch you please I'll try if I don't have a show I'll come I'd love to sure even if you have a show you should <laughs> um, and then September 29th headlining Vermont Comedy Club uh, a real quick post show notes just remember Russell and I don't know anything about history if anything was inaccurate in this Russell and so I certainly don't sorry. know it wait I don't um, know either we're, so none of us do. It's okay. We'll read fix the book. It. If you're interested, go see Steven Spielberg's <laughs> Munich yeah. for more details. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, I don't think people missing legs buy guns. It was just a note about <laughs> it's. It's hard to take guns away from people who have other dis- dis- disabilities. A word that's still. <sighs> Fuck uh, me. Um, Marco, and, display the credits. Uh, and more importantly, I have never, and I still do not like Arcade Fire. Yeah.